3: hi everyone welcome to soul sessions with amanda green i've got an exciting guest today morgan huelsman from the bobby bone show welcome morgan
4: i'm so excited so anxious i have so many feelings right now to get started with this
3: Good. Anxious, (laughs) excited is a great state to be in because it means you're ready. You're in that engaged state. Morgan has agreed for me to jump in and do a reading for her. So we'll see what comes through. We'll see what questions come up. And we are open to whatever comes
4: through. You ready? Yes, we are. Yes, I'm ready. All right. Okay.
3: (laughs) (sighs) One of the first things they're showing me about you is that you are very easy to connect with, that you have a certain ease about your disposition. You make other people feel comfortable. But interestingly enough, you are extremely contemplative and thoughtful. You're usually strategizing in your mind. Who do I want to connect with? Who do I want to talk to? Who do I want to go up and interact with? So there's this part of you that is reserved somewhat, yet you have the ability of social eases and social graces. And I know you're a Libra, just like me. We have that that grace and ease about us. Usually it doesn't mean that we always feel that way on the inside, <laughs> but, <laughs> but usually we project that externally, no matter what we're feeling. However, what they're showing me is you are pretty introverted and pretty introspective. You're very analytical. Your mind is always going pretty fast and, and, at the pace where there is this high level analysis going on you're very visionary in the way that you think you're usually two three four five steps ahead and sometimes it can create a bit of impatience with other people who and you're a perfectionist majorly <laughs> and you are your own you are your own worst critic and I don't have to tell you that because they're showing me you when you were a little girl and it's almost like the organization like organizing things well I've got it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna figure it out and if somebody else isn't jumping up or getting something done fast you've always just jumped in and taken charge. And you like to figure things out. I mean, that analytical process of yours, you're very tactile. You want to figure things out. You like to put puzzle pieces together. I mean, you're very strategic. Is this making sense?
4: Yeah, no, these are all very, very particular attributes of mine and that I have had for a long time growing up. Very much a leader. I've always wanted to be a leader. I like leading.
3: Yeah, and that leadership is beautiful because you're hands-on. You're not one that stands on the sideline and leads. You want to learn something from the inside out or the ground up, meaning if I'm going to encourage you or direct you to do something, I want to make sure that I know how to do it myself. So you're very technical, and I know that you're the digital director for The Bobby Bones Show, but you've always thought in very technical, linear, functional terms. I mean, there's a precision to you, and there's a beauty that comes with that. And of course, one of our traits as Libras is beauty, and it took me a long time to figure out what beauty means to me and for me aesthetics a lot of times if I am in a beautiful setting I feel a sense of ease or comfort but sometimes formulas for you when something is strategic okay here's the formula A plus B equals C here's how I do it and here's how I teach it you are also not only a gifted leader but you're a gifted teacher and I know your impatience gets in the way sometimes that's what they're showing me very We're, true. <laughs> okay so it's like you're a great teacher you're a great leader but sometimes delegating and relinquishing control. Lord have mercy, relinquishing control because it's like, well, nobody's going to do it as good as me. I may as well just jump in and do it for myself. It's easier for me to respond to this email than explaining it to someone and having them do it. I mean, and learning sometimes to go ahead and delegate or allow other people to do tasks, even if they don't do them as beautifully or as, you know, with that critical eye of yours, it's about easing up on yourself. So you don't feel like there is that pressure and that immensity and intensity to you that sometimes feels unfulfilled. And that is a huge part of this year is recognizing when you feel fulfilled and not only Just happy or enough or whole, but this sense of, ah, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Oh, I'm safe. Oh, I feel comfortable in my own skin right now. Oh, this relationship is healthy. There's this element of learning to exhale this year and finding freedom. That is probably the biggest opportunity for you this year is finding fulfillment and feeling a sense of peace, ease, and freedom in that because you are a satisfaction of a job well done gal. I relate to that 100%, meaning I, it's, and I can be doing the laundry, and there's that element of, okay, all the clothes are folded, everything is put away, oh, all is well in the world, and that creates satisfaction, but I don't always recognize that as, oh, this is fulfilling. You know, it can be a menial task. This year is moving away from doing, getting things done, box checking, achieving, and finding a sense of flow and satisfaction. Does that
4: resonate yeah, it really does. I mean, the thing that definitely stands out is I do, I don't mind delegating, but I definitely have a lot of trust issues that have been built up over the years. And I do not trust in people that one, they're either going to have my back to do it right, or that I can totally pass it off and it's going to get done. I just have a lot of trust issues in a lot of ways that that professionally and personally. And so a hundred percent with that. I've been in this space in my life, I'm about to turn 30 this year, where I'm like, what's happening? What's next? What am I doing? I always feel like I have to be accomplishing the next best thing. And I've been trying to focus on really like living in the moment and being in the present. But just as how you described me, it's very difficult for me to do that.
3: Yeah. To find that happiness now, the joy now, that I'm right where I'm supposed to be now. That is a cornerstone of this year. And this is also a year of decisiveness. It is not a year of hesitation, and you can be a bit indecisive in your analysis, especially with your desires. Not so much if it is mental or critical thinking. You're a beautiful critical thinker, by the way. I mean, you're great on your feet. You know, There's a deci- decisiveness in that. But this is about the decisiveness of excitement, desire. What are you longing for? What do you desire? And where are you willing to take risk? And use your voice because, and this jumps back a little bit to our Libra energy that you and I share, But also because we are learning through other people, that is one of our greatest lessons as Libras in this lifetime is what is the other teaching me? What is the other person showing me? in my life. But this is a year of what do I feel? What do I want? What am I excited about? And this is a year of hopefulness, excitement, a little bit of exhilaration and adventure rather than methodical planning, getting things done in a very orchestrated and even predictable way. I mean, if it's like throw the word predictable out and shake things up. I mean, it is a year of spontaneity. And you can, and I always tell people this. So, you know, when everything is very planned out, spontaneity can come in taking a different route to the grocery store, going to a different grocery store, going to a different coffee shop, just changing up some brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. It can take on, you know, small things that can start repatterning the way that you do things methodically, because you are very organized and you're very routine. You like your routines, so do I. Is that yes,
4: I literally am looking at a to do list that I have. Yeah, I know that range.
3: you're a box checker and to do <laughs> list and it's like, OK, what time is this? What do we do here? And then and then there's that satisfaction in doing the to do list and checking the stuff off. It's almost like not throw out your to do list, but where can you add things in spontaneously in your to do list today, tomorrow, next week. But I want to go back to the desires because this element of shifting into your 30s, which 20s are not our 30s, 30s open up a new can of worms in terms of lessons and opportunities and energy. But this is a time of you really claiming what you trust, your gut, your instincts, your truth. Ooh, I'm really excited about that. You know how when we're busy, And we have lots of things going on. And because you are social and engaged and somebody says, hey, Morgan, can you do this? Do you want to do this on Friday afternoon? And you look at your schedule and you're like, yes, let's do it. Absolutely. That sounds great. And then come Friday afternoon, you're wiped. You're ready to go home. You, You know what you've got on your agenda for the weekend. And you think, oh, gosh, I don't want to go. But knowing you, you're like, but let me go anyway. I don't want to let anybody down. Let me just go ahead and go. And it's not that you don't have fun when you go. But there's this element of hesitating around that. Oh, gosh, I'm tired. I want to go home. This is not the year for that. Does that make sense in those small moments of I said yes in the moment because it felt right, but I get to Friday afternoon and I'm wiped out. Where can you honor your truth? They're being very stern with me about that, by the way.
4: Oh, you know, it's funny is this year for me, I've had so much focused on my professional life, my relationships that this year I was like, I'm, I'm in a place where I am about to turn 30. My resolution was the year of doing to go out and do things that I wouldn't like if I was just sitting on the couch, cause I am, because I work so hard and there's so much that goes on in my day to day life. I was like, I have to do more with my weekends. Otherwise I'm just sitting here and yeah. I feel, I don't feel good when I'm just sitting there, even though I am really tired. And so I constantly have this push and pull happening of, okay, should I do it because I'm going to be mad that I'm sitting here or do I not do it because I really need rest? There is this constant push and pull happening with me all the time. It never goes away. It's like, I can never find that middle balance that's happening. My body is just constantly pushing, pulling against itself. And the fact
3: that you're grappling with this, that this is coming up as I set the intention this year of, this is a year of doing a year of Jumping in, saying, yes, you crave your private time. You need regeneration within yourself. Your spiritual abilities to break through to your truth, those aha moments, they come to you when you're by yourself. And you could be making show notes for the show the next morning. You know, you're getting your show notes together, doing your stuff, and all of a sudden, you're writing something and you have an insight about a personal relationship or, oh my gosh, I need to tell them about this because this makes sense now. You need that solitary time because your wisdom shines through when you are by yourself. Not that it doesn't when you're with other people because you you do have that ability, but that solitary time is juicy for you. It is rich and abundant. So that being said, and thank you for sharing that, this is an opportunity to whatever you decide when you have those moments of saying yes or saying no. And by the way, yes and no are full sentences. Yes, period. No,
4: period. <laughs> I forget are.
3: that. I'm saying that out loud because I forget it all the time too. I'm a justifier and you are as well. I know that. No, no I can't, but I have all these things on, we'll do it next week. I mean, I can just see the way that you operate cuz it's very very similar to me. That being said, When you say, gosh, I really am tired on Friday evening. Saturday is full. It's okay for me to go home. Hey, thanks so much for inviting me. I'm going to stay in. I'll take a rain check. Stay in and stay in. And see if you can literally be at home and not guilt trip yourself. Not, oh, I should be out. Oh, I'm bored here really figuring out the richness because you also are a seeker and a searcher at heart. You love to learn. You love to assimilate knowledge. And not only that, probably a big lesson of your soul is not only seeking knowledge, but crystallizing it into wisdom, meaning, ah, I know this. Ooh, that makes so much sense now. I get it. Eureka. Those moments where you learn something, you're doing it, and then it clicks where it's a knowing, an innate knowing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You get that in your personal time. So, find, hello, Libra, find the balance. <laughs> it's You get to say yes and no this year. And the doing is also in the downtime.
4: The doing is in the downtime. You know, so much of my struggle in that, though, is because of that satisfaction that I have yep. when I'm not doing these things. Even if I... I know what you're talking about. There's trust me. Okay. There's been times I've been at home on a Friday night and I had all these like brilliant ideas, whether it was content. Creator. That's why they're giving me you Friday night <laughs> at
3: home and your wisdom and your aha moments and your brilliance coming through. They were making me laugh because I was like, I can see her on a Friday night thinking she is running the world like a genius and and getting all jazzed up. And yes. it's Friday night. Go <laughs> this ahead. And is, I love it.
4: Happens. And then I'll like shoot up and I'll create content in my kitchen. I'm like, oh, that was yes. good. Oh, that was great. Yeah. And I know that happens. Yeah. And I, but there's so much of me, again, that is just constantly pulling me and saying, you got to do more. You got to come up with more. Yeah. You got to keep being more because if I don't and I'm too still and I'm too quiet, my body's like, you're not doing enough. We can do more. And it's a it's a good feeling sometimes, right? I, I feel like I can change the world and I feel like I can do all these really awesome things. Yeah. But my body is sitting there saying, I cannot possibly do one more thing or I'm going to crack.
3: Yeah honoring that, being able to channel your genius, let it come through, write your notes, make your notes, and then find this sense of, ah, all of that came through. Let me rest now and find not only satisfaction, but find some kind of thrill out of downtime. And I don't mean you're taking weeks off and nights off at a time or not socializing because it is apparent, a imperative, excuse me, that you are out in the world this year and also in your relationships. And let's talk about that for a minute because they're talking to me a little bit about love. And you are very particular in who you are not a serial dater. They just told me, is that true? You're not, you're a, you you are one, like when you know, you know, and you're typically all in because it's not just you're in you usually there is a charisma about somebody you like intellectual people by the way you you like someone who is one-to-one intellectual likes to talk about things figure things out i mean you really crave that kind of intimacy but then there's also this fear of what if my person is not out there what if there isn't somebody who's going to sustainably love me or that i can really trust or i can share responsibility with and because you're so self-reliant it's what if there isn't somebody who knows how to just jump in and love on me through my highs and my lows?
4: You're making me cry. And it's not even intentional. I just am like, yeah, <laughs> like wholeheartedly. And it's, yeah. I'm not crying because this is bad. I'm just crying because that's so real. And that's so much the problem because I've been in so many bad relationships that I'm just yeah. at a point where it's no, I, I'm entirely, I used to be like in college a serial dater. That's how I found out the yeah. type of guy I wanted. Yeah. But now I'm very fiercely loyal to whoever has my back. And so far in every relationship I've been in up until this point, there's been nobody worth putting all of that in. And so it is that question. Cause like, you know, you, you do go out on dates and you go and <laughs> it's crap quality. And you're like, yes. is it really like, is this even possible? Mm-hmm.
1: Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Thank you for sharing that and being so vulnerable because you have this beautiful kindness and compassion to you. And another thing they're showing me from your childhood, which I very much relate to, is you love it when other people feel lifted up. And a lot of times where people have fallen short in relationships with you in their part, in their role, is you want to be seen in a way that you feel uplifted and you always feel like you're the one doing the heavy lifting in the relationship. I'm showing up. I'm motivating. I'm engaging. I'm encouraging. And it it doesn't always feel reciprocal where somebody comes in and just sees you and and also words of affirmation go a long way with you. Wow, that was really amazing. Or gosh, thank you for doing that. And I didn't even ask. Because you're very thoughtful. When somebody says something, you usually listen and you file that away. You have you have a beautiful memory. And which can also be a pain in the behind, by the way, because forgiving and forgetting and all that stuff. And you yeah, not easy. yeah, not easy for you. I know that. And that is also an exercise for this year is where do I need to practice forgiveness? And it may be it's really mostly with yourself because you're so hard on you that it's it can be suffocating. And I again, I relate to that very well. And it was funny. I was driving this morning and I was actually thinking about forgiveness and I was thinking about just my part in some things and some thing, some stuff I needed to address. And I thought, okay, but I'm also still holding myself hostage. I'm disappointed that I behaved that way, or I said that, or whatever came up. I also am still holding on to where I don't think I behaved appropriately or in a way, you know, in my highest integrity, because I'm human, right? So also forgiving yourself. They're talking about being just gentler with you and kinder to yourself
4: does that resonate yes i that that is a constant thing that i am working on every day to be just a little bit gentler it's hard you i mean because i do hold myself to a very high, high standard i hold the people around me to a high standard because i think it's really easy to not be a good person and it, that, that high standard that i'm talking about is to just be a genuinely good person and believe it or not that's hard to find
3: <laughs> it is hard to find and you know professionally, that's another thing that you are seeking is integrity right now. I want to be in a job. I want to be in a role. And this has nothing, you know, I'm not calling anything out in the role that you're in now. But what they're showing me is one of the things you crave as far as your professional life is really feeling Seen, appreciated, valued, but recognized for what you bring to the table, how you stand out. And I'm not saying you want all eyes on you. That's not what they're showing me, but they're saying there's some shifts that are happening for you and some doors that will open professionally. Have you ever thought about producing? I really haven't. No. Okay. They just said to me, and And I don't know at what level, but they're talking about a little bit of production and producing because you are so strategic and you see things with such a keen, very, very discerning eye that producing and knowing what content is good, what is going to be relevant, what's going to hit home, be the best bang for the buck. Keep your eyes and ears open as far as opportunities that come your way, especially it feels like July may be, July is going to be a really busy month for you. Let me just tell you that. But September is a month where some new doors may open and and you will you may say, well, I don't know that I was interested in that, but I'll give it a go. And it's, remember about being decisive. Even if you think, well, I didn't think about that, but it sounds like a great opportunity. And don't go into, how am I going to make all this work? How am I going to make it happen? I already have enough on my plate because that's where you go into your, okay, well, how do I fit this into my schedule? Just go to, I'll give it a try. Let's see if we can make it work because you can always change your mind. That's the other thing about this year and the spontaneity is flexibility in changing your mind. And just like saying yes to something on a Friday afternoon and Friday comes around and you're tired and you do change your mind and your heart a little bit, standing in that and then being at home. But taking some risk in terms of, opportunities that come up professionally for you to have some differing roles than you do now. There's some differentiation going on for you over the next year and a half where there will be more roles and they'll be more diversified in terms of your voice and what you do and your talents. I'm not exactly sure how it's coming through, and it's definitely in the broadcasting industry. It's where you are, but there's a there's an upward trajectory coming where There's either a promotion or an opportunity to oversee something, to produce something, to be involved in the production of something and have a voice and a role in it. Know that. And it's exciting because... It's like, oh, I'm excited about this. Oh, wow! And your mind gets turning in new ways and differing ways where you feel revitalized. You feel useful, and you like feeling useful. That's another the satisfaction. It's like the usefulness. Did does this make a difference? Am I useful?
4: Yeah, you know, there's a there. I'm at a point professionally where I love what I do and I'm really good at it, but Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm always looking to grow. I don't like being stagnant for very long. Yeah. And so if I feel like I've hit a plateau, I'm like, okay, time to shift. I need to grow some more. And so I like hearing that What in whatever direction that goes. And I'm just, I've been curious and I've been questioning, like, do I stay in this field? Do I go somewhere different? Cause my skills can vary across the board. And so I've definitely been questioning in this past year, just like, okay, You know, for a long time, the job that I'm in right now was the dream job and I hit it. I got to it. I'm in it. And now it's like, okay, what comes next after this? What does that even look like? So to know that it sounds like I'm still staying in this career path and I'm in this field, that's cool to know, because that's been a question I've been contemplating.
3: One, what's interesting about it is it morphs in some beautiful ways, because let me tell you what they're showing me. You are a very gifted teacher and leader, I can see you teaching and coaching, meaning directing. Like, so producing and directing, teaching, coaching. I'm gonna use those words. So, think about your leadership, think about your voice, think about what you know how to do. And almost guiding, it's almost like guiding and directing other shows in what you do. The ones that aren't quite there yet or they don't know how to incorporate social media. You have a lot of knowledge. You're good at it. You've figured it out. You've honed in. You're successful. You have a lot to teach, to share in the company that you are in. And there is going to be, there will be a need and there will be some doors that open up. And here's the deal. It's a faith over fear year, risk and reward year, go with your gut year, listen to the desire and go with that hunch, which means if I say yes to this, what does it mean about my position now? What is it, what is, how does that affect my position now? And that's where the fear is going to come in, the safety, the security, you know, having that routine, all of that, the comfort that comes in that where do you take risk and that's going to come up for you this year and it's also going to come from a space of a little bit of stagnation and boredom which you're in right now by the way and that that's going to be reminded for you over and over again this month you're going to feel like push and pull stop and start this year I mean in this month too in particular if you feel like okay there's been a lot on my plate but nothing is happening yes (laughs) like both (laughs) and I don't know how to explain it but that's there's a lot on my plate but nothing is happening
4: does yes, that make sense? It does. And there is a lot going on. I have a lot of yeah. things moving, but it doesn't feel like I'm growing. And that's what I keep questioning. And that's why I'm like, okay, what's next? What's coming? What should I do? This year feels very, so many questions keep popping up. And it is there, you know, there's been moments where I'm like, okay, like, do I just stop everything and just start over somewhere else? Like, and, and it goes back to the risk, part of me that's like, yeah, okay, I can't do that. That's not my personality. I can't just quit. I can't, that's not who I am as a person. I'm, I'm much more of strategic about how I do that. How can I be on my next path before I just say, oh, ah, no, I'm just going to say no, bye to everything.
3: And yeah, there are doors opening, there's doors opening and conversations that will definitely unfold into July, August and September. And September is a big leap of faith month. I'm going to just tell you that like September to me feels like a leap of faith month where it's like, go big or go home. You know, uh, it really is kind of like, whoa, do I jump off and say yes to this? But you're building nothing you've done is in vain. You won't be abandoning anything. You are just growing and catapulting uh, into a new level. And. You're so wonderful at relationships You because another thing about you is you're not a bridge burner. That doesn't feel good to you. It's not in your integrity. So one of the things is there's, there's an organic flow to this that the requirement from you is when the door opens, I walk through it and I walk through it and I trust and I might be a little terrified, but I'm in faith and know that no bridges will be burned. It will happen organically. You will get to shut some doors in order to fully walk through other doors. It all is a matter of you, first of all, believing that. And secondly, really trusting what comes next, even if it's a little bit unknown, even if it's risk-oriented. But there is an opportunity, and it it feels like you will be leading, teaching, directing, producing. There's, a, there's just an element to where... Your expertise is in charge and your voice and also your visionary the visionary side of you. The other thing is to being mindful of whom you trust and that that already is a challenge for you figuring <laughs> out who you trust. So let me just share something with you this year that you can use to begin to evolve that. Let's call it when you go to bed at night, talk to your soul. Just when you're saying your prayers, you're doing your evening thing, once you've stopped making lists, it's a good time. Stop your list making, take a few breaths and say, hey soul, connect me with the ideal people where I feel a trust, a harmony, a balance, a flow. Connect me with people who are supportive in their resources. Show me I'm open, I'm ready. I'm bold, I'm courageous, I'm ready take a new leap of faith i'm ready to grow in who i am help assimilate the ideal people organically to support that growth and you don't have to articulate any of that verbatim but that's the that's your ask to your soul and to god you say hey soul You know, as I sleep tonight, help me wake up well rested. And while you're doing all this work, you know, in the ethers, in the dream state, assimilate the right people, places around me to support my my leap and show me show me beyond a shadow of a doubt. So that way you can be decisive because that's your key this year is is decisiveness. And as far as love goes, they're talking to me about you meeting somebody. But whomever you meet doesn't live in Nashville. (laughs) Which actually, no, but listen to this. They're making me laugh a little bit about this because I actually think it's ideal for you for right now because you are so busy (laughs) that it's like you have to plan to be with somebody to see somebody or when they're in town. So it's actually kind of convenient. And I'm not, That's just the way they're because you're so rational, you know, you're like, well, how would that work? Well, what, you know, I just know how you're, I can see your mind working. You meet someone who's either in from out of town you know, or coming through or comes back and forth to Nashville and whomever it is it is not planted in Nashville, but goes back and forth. And I tell you what, even though so much of me, Amanda, wants to say, oh, you're right there because this is where I go. Sometimes I can tell when it's me and not you, but there may be an opportunity for you to move like for, for work and life. And it, it opens some new doors. So I would not be surprised if. If not only some shifts professionally happen, but a move may happen, like a an opportunity to move, would you be open to that? Where would you want to move if you could move anywhere?
4: You know, I am open to moving. I've just I never thought it was going to be an option with what I do because so much of what I do is here. And really, like to kind of go forward, I thought it would really be like California or New York seemed to be like the you know, moving, if I'm moving upward, but I also know every, all these businesses are changing places and where they're at. So mm-hmm. I'm very open to moving. That's not something I'm against, but okay. it's just more. Of- there
3: may be, and, and I can see a West coast move. If you move, it's a West coast move. So California to me, that's where I went first and foremost. They took me West. That's okay. My dog is having a bad dream over here and she's, <laughs> she's on the floor like you know, having a bad dream, and you've got a barker back there. So, Remy's
4: helping you. The, she's making sure yes. I, she knows I'm listening. She,
3: yes, she's <laughs> saying, Yes, exactly. See, she said, I'll go to California. <laughs> but this is a year of ex, instead of because you've been comfortable, even though you've been busy and you've worked hard and you've grown, you're in that comfortable state of where do I start dreaming again? And that's what right now is. It's about dreaming again, it's about getting excited. Hey, I'm open to new ideas and possibilities. Show them to me. I'm ready, I'm open. But it's interesting because it's almost like when everything starts happening, it's all happening. There's love life and professional stuff happening at the same time. So buckle up because (laughs) the end of this year, the fall and into the end of the year are abundant, we're going to call it, with personal life and making decisions and making big decisions, big life decisions, and they're personal and they're professional and they're going to bring up fear. I'm just telling you that. You, know, I mean, it's just part of change. It's part of growth. But but it, this is about excitement. And this is about trusting. More than anything, trusting your voice, your gut, and your growth. And you're going to land on your two feet. You're, you're already going up. You're going to land on your two feet. It's just written in your
0: energy field pretty clearly.
1: Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
3: Is there anything else you want to know about work, or specifically we can talk about love life or anything else in a minute? I think you have a grandmother coming through. I'm sorry I said that. And then immediately when I say that stuff, they come through. You have a deceased grandmother. She all of a sudden was like, I want to (laughs) talk.
4: Yes, I did. I, I lost her a few years ago now. What is her name? Grandma Irene. Irene. Oh, my gosh. Did she have, I don't know if she
3: has blue eyes, but she has like, Her eyes are sparkling to me like sometimes they sometimes it's their cheeks sometimes it's their eyes like they'll catch something I'm like her eyes and there's a sparkle in her eyes. Do you remember her eyes.
4: You know I don't but she did have red hair.
3: She had red hair. Oh gosh a fiery one. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Is this your mom's mom.
4: It's my dad's mom. It's your dad's mm-hmm. mom. OK,
3: you'll have to ask your dad because she may have had like blue or green eyes.
4: I think she did. I just am not yes. sure. So I don't want to say that. But okay, I'm yes,
3: but you'll have to ask. You have to let me know or whatever. But I'm pretty sure she has like blue or green eyes because she is looking at me and there's a clarity in her eyes. But one of the things that she is showing me for you is she's talking about how sensitive you are and strong, sensitive and strong. And whenever they say sensitive to me, by the way, it is never disempowering. It means that you're a deep feeler, that Mm -hmm. you care. You care about other people. You genuinely care. And that, is not lost on me I can see it all over your field but she's saying she's always she was always a sensitive child not wanting to let anyone down wanting to make sure she did everything right that people were proud of her that you know she she followed followed directions and even though you have this determined soul that is so visionary it was I want to make sure everything is okay and buttoned up and she's saying you are free. You are, you are loved. You are enough. And she adored
4: you. Where did she live? Where did you grow up, Morgan? I grew up in Kansas, in Wichita, Kansas. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did she live in Kansas? Yes, she did. She lived there with my grandpa, who we still have. Okay. Oh (laughs) man, does he miss her? Oh, every day.
3: Every day. But she shows up. Does he sit out and watch the birds or have a bird feeder? Or I don't know.
4: <laughs> they, <laughs> they're talking about the birds. They did. They used to yeah. when they lived together. And they were very much in love. And they were they were hilarious together. But he, he talks about her every day. And he misses her entirely. She's She
3: says she is with him all the time. But she shows up in the birds. But, like, she's saying that he sits... It's like, I don't, is he still in his home? They're still, in, is he, did he move to like somewhere else?
4: He's living with my uncle, but they do actually have birds in the house.
3: Okay. That's what mm-hmm. she's, she's saying that she shows up in the birds. Because yep. like, I was like, there's birds, like there's birds everywhere.
4: Well, and I had to think about that for a second because they, we just moved him recently. And yes, they have birds in the house who they took in from another relative they had. And those birds are there inside the okay. house.
3: She says, I show up in the birds. I'm taking, I'm watching over him with the birds. And she, she says she's with him every day. And he really does miss her. I mean, he really, he misses their routines. They just had routines. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, she says. But she, I mean, she's just smiling because she loves him so much. And she's with him. But she wants you to know, first of all, just how beautiful you are as a, as a person, as a human being, But she says that you matter and you make a difference. She says you make other people's lives better. You deserve to have someone in your life that feels like they make you better. And this is not, let me just dial that back for a minute. It's not about getting your value from someone else. You know, we know that that is cultivated within. But there's this element of that's what you desire in a partner, in a romantic partner, what they had. That makes sense now. That's why she's I was like, (laughs) because right when I was like, we'll talk about relationships. What do you want to know? She came in and that's what she says is, don't you worry, I will find your person and your person that finishes your sentences because she was lucky enough to have that. Not everybody has that. They were together for decades. She's funny and she's quick witted and she was the boss and like the boss because, because she's like, yeah, he's kind of lost without me, your grandfather, <laughs> you know, because she just, she basically just dictated the day in life and he let her, he he loved mm-hmm. it. And it's funny because as leadership oriented, as you are driven and, you know, have that ability to just stand up and take charge in a relationship. You want somebody who says, this is where we're going for dinner tonight. Hey, you know, I heard you said you want to go on vacation. Can you take these dates off? Somebody who just takes charge and said not, you know, and is kind of like your grandmother, you know? <laughs> like in in your personal life, that's what you crave. And first of all, she's letting you know there is someone and she is working on orchestrating that, but your role in that right now is getting very clear that you want someone who finishes your sentences that almost says, "Let's go do this." And you say, oh, "I was just thinking about that." I mean, that's that's who that is what I want. That's what you want. She's saying, well, I'm working on it. Just believe that they're coming. And it's it's when you believe that and know that and also talk to her, you know, talk to her and say, you know, hey, Grandma Irene, I'm getting impatient over here. I trust that somebody's coming. But like, when? Show me. I'm open. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. I really am ready. But she says she's working on it. And she says, don't worry. He'll be very handsome. And he's going to be <laughs> tall. I know that you're shorter like me. But she, she said he's going to be taller. And I think he's going to have darker hair, by the way.
4: Okay. Uh-huh.
3: He's okay. tall and he has darker hair. He's really handsome, too. She says, but oh, yeah, he's she, handsome. Sh-
4: she should also know this is the most important. But do they love animals? Because animals are 100%. Very... Okay. 100%. And I, I it, yes, animals, yes.
3: And also, you know, it's funny, and this is very similar to me, and it's interesting. I'm gonna see how I can phrase this. I mean, I haven't been able to have children and animal I mean, my animals are my children. Animals are like more important to you. That's really more Something that's been important to you than having children. You were you've never been that person that's like I have to have children. I mean, there are people that are born that way, and I have lots of friends that way, and I, I love it. They're amazing moms. I I think you'd be an amazing mom. I know I'd be a great mom, but there's something about animals that just
4: is this fit. Yep, I like to save a lot of animals. So <laughs> I know. Well,
3: and I mean, and she's she's saying there will certainly be someone who just has that caring touch in nature and that'll be a telltale sign. You know, when you have somebody over and just your pets gravitate towards them or they're just innately kinder. Oh, shouldn't we go walk the dog right now? Without you having to say, "Oh, let me go feed them. I'll I'll feed the dog right now," or I'll somebody who just innately jumps in and does those things. So she is showing me that.
4: Is there anything that you want to know from her? Uh no, I just want to know that she's okay and she's happy, if that's a
3: possibility? She is, yes. On the other side, you know, there's um, there's just this infinite quality to them where everything expands. Once they let go and step into God's love, the divine love, we see things as they are and just th- through this beautiful lens that sometimes we can't see humanly. And she really does look out for your grandfather and will be there with him. But he's going to be around a bit. His health is okay. Like he's, you know, I mean, he's definitely getting support from your uncle. That's apparent, but he's going to be around for a little bit and he's going to find, you know, new ways of being happy, but he's going to be ready to go home to her when it's time.
4: Yeah, we can feel that, but we're hoping he stays for a while because we miss her a lot.
3: He's around and he brings just a lot of, I mean, joy, you know, just into your family you have a good you had really good grandparents they're (laughs) wonderful grandparents I mean I I can see it and your grandmother is smiling but she's just she loves you very much and she is saying don't worry I've got doors are opening for you you are successful you are enough just as you are so that's the big takeaway (laughs) Oh,
4: grandma I miss her a lot (laughs)
3: <laughs> she's cute I, she's pretty funny though she's she is. She's, there
4: she's a spitfire though, and she's
3: busy <laughs> she's very much like you she's very busy it's like well I need to go I have things to do <laughs> you, I mean it's like she has a grocery list that she's like I've got to go get the groceries I mean that's like a whole to-do list that I have to get these things done it's been nice talking to you girls I gotta go <laughs> Yes, very much so. how she is. (laughs) You know, nice talking to you. I love you so much. I've got to go do the groceries. You know, she's like off to something. That's (laughs) it. That's what she just said. Okay, tell me, what questions do you have? Work, love, anything?
4: You know, overarching in the leadership role specifically, maybe, but I just, I've always had this very big feeling that I was going to do something. This is so wild that I even think this, but- I've just always had this innate feeling that I could change the world, that I'm going to do something that really matters. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like I'm going in that direction or is that just my personality that kind of puts that into the world?
3: No, you're a humanitarian. So that's the way you can start framing that in your heart and in your mind. Not a philanthropist, a humanitarian, meaning whatever I'm doing, I am making the world a better place. I am leaving this place better than I found it. So, yes, through your own self-growth, but also I want to make an impact. I want to make a difference. I want to matter. And that's what your grandmother was saying is you matter. You do make a difference. You are making a difference. Live as if it is that way right now. But, yes, and I want to go back to, like, you coaching or directing. There's some kind of role where you are able to do that with your voice, and your voice is about – creating a greater quality of life or making an impact making a difference in what you do and that's what opportunities seem to be opening for you in the upcoming months and year of jobs and professional opportunities where you can use your voice for the betterment of some sort of cause if you believe in something say yes to it you know and whether it's you know working with animals and rescue or some kind of cause that gives back, if you believe in it, you will shine. Because if your heart's not in something, not that you can't do it or follow through, you just, you get stagnant. Mm -hmm. And you know what stagnation feels like, because I can feel it in your energy field right now. Instead of being afraid of that stagnation, and just like being at home on a Friday night, when you know that you're tired and you're worried about not being out in the world and doing know that that's where your revitalization is of what do I get to be excited about and what do I get to say yes to that feels aligned with me today? Not just doing stuff to do it and be engaged, doing it because you're excited to do something or you're doing things with your time apart from your day-to-day responsibilities, work and those endeavors. Doing things with your time that feel like a heck yes or, oh, this matters or, oh, wow, this felt so good. It's kind of it's service oriented. You have a very service oriented heart, but it's a humanitarian. That's really the essence of what you're feeling deep in your soul. Is that kind of energy? A visionary. I want to make a difference. I mean, you're not going to be an an astronaut. No, at
2: NASA. no, no. no, no. We're not.
3: That's not. You know, you're not inventing some new uh, chemical compound that you know cures cancer. No, however, no, no. <laughs> however, that being said, and they just laughed at me. Your soul did when I said that. You have such an impacting voice that people believe because usually your voice really does come from your heart. You have a lot of influence. And that's what you're growing into is your influential voice and then being able to use that influencer type, leader-oriented voice behind causes that you believe in.
4: That's good to hear. thats I mean, that's more important to me as much as I would love to have a partner to share that all with. That's important to me. I just want to make sure... I've been given a really awesome platform and I want to make sure what I continue to do is worth all of that. I don't want it to be empty. I don't want it to just be the space on the internet that holds for all these people. I want it to be important.
3: Yeah. And it it is already and is growing more, especially the more that you are open to stepping in some new roles, even that may not feel directly connected to that. When these opportunities come, know that they're connected to that because it's going to, Anchor in your voice and set you apart in ways where you get some additional things on your resume to give you credentials to be able to champion certain causes and go after projects that you love. Build teams that you love. That's another thing to you that hasn't been cultivated in the last few years is leading a team and creating something that feels very team-oriented and that's very important to you is wherever you're evolving that you feel like you are leading and guiding a team that it takes a village and seeing everyone's role and worth and abilities and that you get to be a part of that so not just about purpose and value and making a difference but making a difference in the communities the groups that you're involved in your leadership skills in that
4: yes i've definitely been craving that i love working with people and Seeing us all work together, that's a big part yeah. of that. That's also just part of when you're uh, single and alone, a lot of the time, you definitely crave human crave connection in that way. <laughs> human connection.
3: Absolutely. I get yes. it. I really appreciate your openness too. Like your energy field is, um, you have a beautiful purple light around you. And whenever they show me purple, it's first of all, there's a leadership quality associated with that. But there's this element of divine leadership, meaning really leading with love. If you love something and if you are doing it because it feels of service, it feels altruistic. I'm giving this because I can. I'm going above and beyond because I want to, because it makes sense. Because why wouldn't I? That's when you're in your sweet spot. And then those Friday afternoons when you're like, oh, I want to say no. That's when you say no, because that's not the sweet spot. That's just the little Morgan in your mind saying, oh, I've got to be out in the world or else I'm going to miss the love of my life. (laughs) No, your grandmother's got that under control. She's going to plop him in when you least expect it. Were you going to ask me a question?
4: Yes, that was my last question was I'm taking it as I have not met the love of my life. This is not somebody I've met before. Mm -mm. You have not met him yet. And it's
3: because I will tell you this your energy field is shifting right now. And so it's shifting up, which means you're going to start attracting new people, places, experiences into your life over the course of the next few months. And new people appear because of the new experiences that are coming for you. So no, you haven't met them yet.
4: Does that mean I should kind of like take a break with dating? Does that mean I should keep dating?
3: I would say keep dating, Okay. but yeah, definitely keep dating, Keep because keep building that momentum, but when you date, have fun. Instead of going on the date with, okay, am I going to like this person? Okay. You know, kind of setting those expectations, drop those and go on the date and just be you, have fun, and don't be attached to the outcomes, you know, and you walk away from one date thinking, oh my gosh, that was really kind of terrible. And then you walk away from another being like, that wasn't that bad, but probably that's just a good friend. Maybe it's a new friend who opens some doors. So really see if you can just engage the dating as not an extracurricular activity, but you connecting with new people. So not searching for your person. It's a way for you to socialize, meet new people, connect that doesn't feel like it has, um, you know, extensive implications that tie you down.
4: That's good to know, and I will yeah. definitely I will shift my way of thinking a yes. little bit more. It's very helpful. It's good. <laughs> You're in a
3: beautiful space. So remember feeling fulfilled. When you feel fulfilled this year, when you find yes, your satisfaction, but go deeper into. <gasps> oh, that was a good week, or wow, that was a good day, or man, that was a really good piece of cheesecake. I don't care. However it comes, feel not only satisfied, but see where you can find fulfillment. So it can be in very superficial, day-to-day mundane things, or it can be in reading something, learning something, integrating and synthesizing information, networking. That can feel really fulfilling for you this year. And then also, where do you feel flexible? Flexible. Where can you loosen up? Where can you just shift and change your mind and not beat yourself up about it? Or get worried that somebody's going to be mad at you because you changed your mind and you're going to let them down. Really dropping that anxiety because that's where your anxiety comes from. And, of course, you know I'm going to go to this probably. It's people-pleasing, which, hello, Libra, (laughs) cornerstone of our energy, sometimes is the people-pleasing thing. But also being able there's one you know setting boundaries when we say no or we change our mind or whatever it is, not walking away with the whiplash of the emotional stuff. And that's what I want you to notice this year, feeling guilty well, or even when you trust your voice of I should I want to stay in tonight and then, oh gosh, I'm here. I'm okay, I should have gone out no. I chose to stay in. Let me relish in it. Let me put my pajamas on and watch TV and do a little work, whatever you know, because I know you're just gonna do some work no matter what. Because they're showing <laughs> me that. I'm like, I'm. I would say to you, don't do any work on Friday night and really just binge watch, binge watch something on Netflix and order a pizza. You know, <laughs> like just go
4: crazy. I need to be better about that. I'm. I'm working to do that a little. Each. Each Friday gets a little bit more relaxed, so I'm trying what do you do exercise wise? Like, what do you, when you go and
3: exercise, what do you do?
4: I box, I lift weights. I, I I like doing new things. I've been trying to find like new different types of exercises. I'm very active. I've done gymnastics. uh, Yeah. No, I know they're showing,
3: I mean, yes. Yeah. That you, you know that you have to move to get energy out of your body and off of your body. They're telling me for you to join a couple of classes like this year you know so buy like a five pack of yoga classes or a five pack where it is not just you like you are in a class where you are in that class you feel like it's your hour your 50 minutes your hour of being in the class being on the mat or I've been like Pilates is my thing as of late being on the reformer 50 minutes and just being in my body but they're saying something about like get in, get with classes. It's about putting yourself in new groups of people. And it's not about necessarily making friends, but it's putting you in different places and different energies. So it's almost like I want you to buy a, a five pack of yoga classes here and a five pack of Pilates there. Because I know you, if you buy them, you'll do them. You're like, <laughs> like if you buy them, you're like, I'm not going to waste that money. I'm going to <laughs> get that done. I can see it. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm almost like, okay, yes. Five classes over here and five over here, but it's almost like it's, I'm just putting you, they're having me put you in different environments strategically. It's not so much about the relationship as it is about shifting up your energy field a little bit. So just do that. I mean, do it this summer.
4: Okay. That's what I've been trying to do. I stopped, I was boxing for like four years and I was like, Uh I need a change. So it's interesting that they're like, okay, Do it a little bit better than what you're doing already.
3: (laughs) Yes. Like just
4: diversify a
3: little bit and see what you like. And you'll get into something because that's you. Once you're into it, you're into it. So you'll get into something, but it'll be a new community. It'll be a change of scenery, which can spark your creativity Mm -hmm. and spark your passions and desires and get those juices flowing, which have been kind of stagnated for a little bit.
4: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: So you feel inspired. It's about inspiring you through different modalities, different environments and energies. And also it opens the door to new friends, new relationships, new all sorts of newness.
4: They've I've been feeling that. So I'm glad that they can confirm that I need to keep on the path. Sounds like I started a lot of these things they wanted me to do. I just didn't take them the full way they wanted me to. (laughs)
3: Yeah, so just keep, see, you know, it's just follow your intuition and follow through on that and enjoy it. And again, that's something that you don't have to put any pressure on. You get to go do this because this is your time. This is you taking care of you, but it's also expanding you. It's expanding you in new communities. And even if you go on Friday night, I know we keep going back to Friday nights, but even if you say, okay, I'm going to this class on Friday night, and then I'm going to the grocery store, and then, listen, I get a lot of joy in the simplicity of daily routine like that you know going to my exercise class running to the grocery store there's something grounded about that that feels fluid and -hmm. they're showing me you have that same energy find fulfillment in that not necessarily in high highs low lows busy states anxious states of being find your fulfillment and ease in your day-to-day and more will be revealed
4: okay i will yeah. definitely i have i have some changes to shift and make but i love it this is yes,
3: great good things and all it's i mean it's healthy
4: exciting things so mm-hmm. and you have officially made me cry twice on a podcast <laughs> which normally I make everybody else cry trying to talk about their feelings so i'm so glad somebody yes, could do that to me The tables
3: were turned <laughs> the tables were turned today and they were good tears because they were mm-hmm. just heart opening tears of ah this is like i feel seen which yes. is something that you crave is feeling seen and safe In friendships, in work relationships, but also in intimate and intimate relationships, which all of that is developing this year and coming for you. I will tell you one thing about your thirties. This, and this is just me saying this. For me, being in my thirties, I mean, I'm in my forties now, but in my thirties, you know, really getting clear on relationship and friendship and connection and what I what I not only wanted in relationships, but what was fulfilling for me from other people in relationships and being able to know that and communicate that and nourish the relationships that showed up that way for me in my life. That was huge and it still is huge, but it's a process.
4: Yeah, it is a process that's why you say it took all of your 30s so it took now all, it, did, it did
3: it took all of my 30s and I'm already I'm starting to feel better in it in my 40s and now those relationships are more solid than ever and I have trusting relationships like I've never had before even in you know very old family relationships that have come full circle and evolved, you know, disappointing relationships where I didn't feel I have closure or, or understanding. All of that has started to evolve through a lot of work in my 30s around the give and take of relationships. So
4: so I have to buckle go. up doubly, not only for the year, but for the decade, it sounds for like. For the decade, yes. We didn't know that
3: we were going into the whole decade for this, but yes, buckle yes. up for the decade. Well, but thank hey, you, you were for
4: a Libra. Yeah, the Libra, man, yeah, that Libra energy. But yeah. thank you for just providing me with a lot of things that I needed even just telling me and talking to me because like you said it's very hard for me to find that so thank you for giving that yeah
3: you bet I really appreciate you coming <laughs> on and being so open and I love that your pets were making appearances with <laughs> f- literally and with their voices because they're just showing up cheering you on you know they are cheering you on they for are your happiness so Well, listen, have an amazing week and thank
4: you. Yeah, of course. Thank you.
0: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tisch-Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.